Oh my goodness, you crazy son of a bitch. Do you have any idea what you've just done? You've just discovered the Marks and Lestrap Show Podcast Hour. This is the show that may or may not be an hour long based on your perception of time and how much I've got to say. So strap yourselves in and prepare your ears for the journey of a lifetime with your host of the Martin Lestrap Show Podcast Hour, me, you idiot. Welcome, everybody, to the Martin Lestrap Show Podcast Hour. This is episode number 147, and this is actually another installment emphasis on stall of the newest the newest series of the Martin Lestrap Show podcast hour, which I call Rewind. This is the series in which I don't have time to record a full new episode, so I go back and I play an old episode for you, but to make sure that you're getting new content, I spend roughly five to ten minutes recording an intro, so that way it's not just a completely old episode, it's it's sort of a it's sort of a repurposed episode. This week, we're actually going to go back to April 29th, 2014 for episode number 13. And I'll tell you a little bit about that episode in just a bit, assuming that you don't actually remember the the, the lucky episode 13. You know, when I was a kid, uh, I, I loved TV. I loved sitcoms. I don't think this is news to anybody who listens to the show, but I love sitcoms, and and what sitcoms used to do when I was a kid is they would have these filler episodes where it was usually mid-season, and the the characters would sit around. In my mind, I'm picturing the Golden Girls. They're not the only ones who did it, but I always remember like the Golden Girls sitting around the kitchen table, uh, getting some cheesecake, making some coffee, eating cheesecake, uh, and talking to one another. And basically, they would just reminisce. They would remember shit. And then, as they would start to, is that they would they would talk in, they would talk themselves. I was gonna say talk themselves into. It sounds like they're whatever. Fuck it. Uh, I was gonna explain myself, but that's not necessary. They would talk as a means of transitioning uh, into a flashback, and then the the flashback would go back to to the episode that they're referring to, and then they would replay uh, they would replay old footage. And um and yeah, so when I was a kid, I was too young and naive to to know what they were actually doing, which is, uh, it, w- it was essentially a working vacation. They were taking the week off. They didn't, I d- either they didn't have a new script or they didn't feel like writing a new script or, you know, g- generally speaking, uh, shows have 22 episodes. It's a lot of goddamned episodes. So why not take one week off to, to, you know, recharge the old battery. And in the meantime, just, just, uh, replay some old footage. But, as, but, but instead of going back and saying, you know, here's a, here, here's a, here's a, here's 22 minutes of greatest hits. Let's pretend like we're actually doing a new episode. So, like, let's say, as an example, I'm sure this happened on some sitcom somewhere. There was an electrical outage, and uh, the city was dark and shut down, and you couldn't leave the house. So, uh, so maybe, so maybe, maybe family ties. They they light up some candles and sit around, sit on the couch, and uh, and they and they share some funny old family stories. Then they go and do a flashback and show you some some old stories. Anyway. Anyway, that idea, that's what I feel like when I when I share an old episode with you. Anytime I do a, a rewind episode, that's kind of what I feel like I'm doing with you. So I hope, I mean, you know, what? I hope you don't feel like I'm wasting your time because that that's certainly not the idea. And even beyond that, uh, I, I promise there actually are new episodes on the way. They're not recorded yet, but the idea, the, the plan is there are new episodes on the way. So today, for anybody 
keeping score. Today is Wednesday, January 25th, 2017. It, it, it doesn't actually matter what the date is, unless it's your birthday. And in which case, happy birthday, man or gal. What a great day today is. I'm so glad you were born on this day, however many years ago you popped out of your mom's stomach. See, I could have gone blue with that one, but I said stomach, so you're welcome for anybody who didn't want to hear me say your mom's vagina. So anyway, the 2017 Oscar nominations came out this week, uh, just a few days ago, actually. And I know it might sound like um, a bit of a non sequitur, but it's not. I bring that up for a reason. It's because that's what I'll be talking about next week with with everybody's favorite Canadian harlot, my friend Liz Hersey. Because, you know, Liz and I, we both love the Academy Awards. Liz especially, almost as much as she loves the Oscars themselves, I think she loves the nominations. Like, she actually, you know, gets up in the morning and sets up on the couch and makes her tea and, and, and you know, whatever she has to do. Uh, and then you know, she watches the, the actual Oscar nominations where, where me, I forget about the nominations until usually maybe Liz sends me a text message. And then I go on the internet and I see what the, what the nominations actually turned out to be. So, uh, so Liz and I, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about the Oscar nominations on next week's episode. So even just, just earlier today, she and I were chatting and making plans to, to, to actually sit down and talk about our, our reactions. We haven't shared our reactions with one another. So when you guys hear them for the first time, she and I will be hearing our own reactions with one another uh, for the first time. Although she did give me an idea, she she gave me sort of a clue as to how she's feeling about this year's nominations, and um, I get the impression she's not that excited about them. But you know what? I don't want to put words in her mouth. So next week we'll find out about that. But uh, but that's next week. That's next week. This week we're gonna rewind. And so my occasional co-host and not-so-newlywed bride, Chanel Chaco, has not been on the Martin Lestrap Show podcast hour for a very long time, but she swears she wants to come back. And um, and I sort of believe her, except it's been a long time, but, you know, every time I bring it up, I say, you haven't been on the show for a while. I guess you don't want to podcast anymore. And she's like, I want to be on the show. And then, then you know, we sort of never actually make plans. But I, I think we're at that point now where I'm going to hold her feet to the fire and actually bring her back on the back on the show to, to well, I was going to say to bring her back on the show to be on the show, but that that's redundant. So whatever, pretend I didn't say that. In the meantime, though, uh, I, I here was my initial idea for, for this edition of Rewind, is I thought I would share Chanel's first appearance on the show. And so the idea was, you know, she's not been on the show for a while, so maybe a good way to sort of bring her voice back onto the show is to rewind and play her very first appearance, which was episode two, an episode called Meet Chanel. And that was the idea all the way up until I sat down and started looking at the episodes. And I just so happened to see that uh, uh, on episode 13, an episode called Las Vegas, Chanel also made an appearance. If I'm not mistaken, that was her, let's see, one, two. I think that was probably her third appearance on the show, episode 13. But it's an episode called Las Vegas. And how funny is it that uh, that uh, back, back in 2014, Chanel and I did an episode called Las Vegas. And uh, she and I, you know, way back in April of 2014, had no idea that we would soon be living in Las Vegas. So for that reason, I thought it'd be fun to go back and see what that episode was actually all about. And I'm going to be honest with you, 
I, I I really and truly don't remember. I really don't remember recording this episode. I actually forgot it even existed until about five minutes ago when I when I saw it on on, on the list of episodes that Chanel was on. So I'm I'm sort of going to hear it in a way. I mean, I listen. I'm I'm in the episode. I recorded it. But I'm basically going to be hearing it for the first time because I really don't remember it. But here's what here's what the episode description says. If you if if you're on iTunes or on uh, on the official website martinlestrapshow.com, here's what the here's what this says. Martin and Chanel recently took a trip to Las Vegas to celebrate Chanel's birthday. They talk about the trip as well as some of their past experiences in Las Vegas. Also, Chanel eats a piece of chocolate and makes some erotically inappropriate comments about a Cirque du Soleil clown. So that's that. That's the introduction, and quite frankly, that sounds pretty promising. Um, before we, before we get there, though, I, I I feel like I need to take at least just a brief moment because this is the last. This is the, the well, fuck. See, I, I was going to say this is the last time you're going to hear my voice, but that's not true because you're going to hear my voice when we go into rewind. But this is this is the last time I'm going to record this week until I get on again to talk to my friend Liz Hersey. So um, I don't I don't remember if I talked about this in the actual episode. So just to be safe. If you have any shopping to do, do it on Amazon.com. But before you go to Amazon, first go to the official website of this podcast, martinlestrapsshow.com. Once you get there, go to the shop page. Click on the Amazon banner on the shop page. It's going to take you to Amazon. Do all the same shopping you were otherwise going to do. But because you went through because you went through the official website of this podcast, Amazon in turn, will kick back a few pennies our way. And then we get to take those pennies, reinvest them back into the show, and that allows us to make the Martin and Strap Show podcast hour as good as we can possibly make it for you, which is what we strive to do week after week after week, even when we're doing it in Rewind. We still want to make it the as best as we can possibly make it. Also, if you're not already subscribed, please su- subscribe to the podcast. It's free. You can do it on iTunes. You can also do it on Stitcher Radio. Uh, you can also do it on Podcat, I believe, is the uh, is, is one of the more recent uh, carriers of the podcast that I discovered a few weeks ago. I'm sure you can find it other places, but, you know, those are three of your options. And also, there's always the old-fashioned way, which is martinlestrapshow.com. That's the official website of the Martin Lestrap Show Podcast Hour, where all 147 episodes of the podcast are available. And starting next week with my friend Liz Hersey, all 148 episodes will be available. So there's that. I hope I made that brief and painless. Um, just like my honeymoon. Oh, come on. Whatever. Listen, it's an ep- it's a Chanel episode. I had to make a some sort of off-color remark about our sex life, right? Something like that. Anyway. Anyway, whatever. Whatever. Fuck it. If all of that sounds good to you, then let's take a ride on the Wayback Machine. And let's go all the way back to Tuesday, April 29th, 2014, and revisit episode 13, Las Vegas. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Martin Lestrap Show podcast hour. And today, finally, making her return after a three-week absent. Did I say absent? <laughs> you said absent. Making her return after a three-week absence, the lovely, the talented, the funny, the kind, the vegetarian, the gluten-free-in, 
<laughs> the the Betty Page Bangian. <laughs> <laughs> My best buddy in the whole wide world, and your favorite occasional co-host of this program, Chanel Chaco. Yay! Woo! Don't fool the people; they know the difference. Oh. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I've missed you. Where you been? Uh, working a lot, and uh, apparently I'm not cool enough to be on the podcast with the Academy Award winning guests. So. Yeah, well, you, you, technically you were on that episode with uh, Jared Poyava. That's true, but I actually didn't get to hear any of the Tim Burton talk, which was really disappointing, and I don't know if you guys all listened to that episode yet, but... But Jared starts talking about a Tim Burton story, mm-hmm. and then Martin's like, yeah, that's cool. So anyway, let me ask you about this real quick. And it was a total, like, boner killer. Well, okay, well, that's true. That did happen. However, thankfully, Jared came back to the Tim Burton story later. He did, on his own. On so. his, well, clearly. And I just want all of you guys to know that if I were part of that, if I was co-hosting, I would have asked Jared a million questions that we all wanted to know. <laughs> I I I think you're I think you're talking shit about the very show that you're on. Oh no, shh. It's okay. You're so pretty. Oh, I guess you're not talking shit about the show. You're talking no. shit about me. Yeah, there you go. That's accurate. You know what? The 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 more you talk, the more I realize why you've been away for three weeks. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here I am now. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? That's my fault. That is your fault. What is this? Episode 13? So Lucky 13. So the, oh so my the, gosh. So I think the theme of episode 13 is fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. You make it to episode 13, shame on me. <laughs> I thought you were going to say shame on you to the listeners. No, no, no. That's it's not good. their fault. It's not their no, fault. No, it's not. No. It's not. No, they like, they, they like having you here, I think. I think so. That's about the only reason I brought you back. Yeah, I think people miss me, other than you. We're going to find out. Last three weeks, it felt like a pretty well-oiled machine, (laughs) don't you think? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you actually did have some really good episodes, which could have been, I think, even greater if I'd have been there. Maybe, probably. It's interesting, uh, when you were were introducing me, I noticed that you said the vegetarian Chanel, and... I just think that's weird because we went to a new burger joint today <laughs> oh, where right. I almost ordered a burger yeah. because, as he also men- mentioned, I'm gluten-free. Uh-huh. Not by choice. I'm horribly allergic. I'll die, yeah. basically. I've, I've, seen, I've, I've seen it in action. She's, yeah. she's legit. Yeah, it's not awesome. So anyway, we went to this burger place and they have a gluten-free menu and I thought, oh, sweet. And mm-hmm. they had the gluten-free hamburger buns, which are great, made by a little company called Udi's. Yeah. Well, I guess they're a big company now. Yeah. Anyway, so I was really excited thinking, well, it's a homemade veggie patty. Like they make it at the restaurant, so it's probably going to be gluten-free. And for those of you who like this has never mattered in your life, a lot of veggie burgers have gluten in them. It's like the binding agent, so it's kind of weird. Anyway... So um, I was really tempted to just order a hamburger slash pastrami sandwich with a gluten-free bun because, you know, I haven't eaten meat in like 13 years. Yeah. 14? 13? I don't uh, know. It's a long since time. Since like 2001-ish. Yeah. So it's been a really long time, and uh, that's all. I just thought that was Martin's little way of reminding me 
<laughs> that I am vegetarian and that it's a good thing I didn't eat the burger. Mind you, I had a freaking $10 salad. Yeah. It's a big salad, though. Yeah, a lot of lettuce. It's a big salad. A lot of lettuce. <laughs> yeah, and I felt bad because you were so sad. I, I actually, I almost cried. Yeah, you were genuinely. Yeah. But, but I think, but I mean, I got it. It wasn't like, it wasn't, you weren't like, I'm sad because I <laughs> I don't get to eat a, a veggie burger. Because what it is, and I know exactly what it is, and you can tell me, you know, if feel free to correct me if I'm off base. But I think it has more to do with feeling like you're, feeling like the world's not including you in their party. Yeah. It, it's like getting invited, like finally, like getting the invite to the popular kid's birthday party. And then you get to go and they're like, that's cool. Thanks for coming, but you can't have any cake. <laughs> and you know what? That pool out there, you can't go swimming in it, but we're glad you're here at the party. Yeah. And in fact, the the carpet, we don't want you walking on it. <laughs> exactly. But we'll keep the door open for you. <laughs> and you can, you can look in on everybody else having a good time. Yeah. So yeah, because yeah, so in your case, yeah. And, and, and like, not that our waitress wasn't nice. I just felt like she was like kind of weird about it like she wasn't like that helpful and you know she gave me a gluten-free menu after we decided the burger had gluten and 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 french fries weren't on there so i was kind of (laughs) like oh and i was like you know french fries aren't on this menu does that mean that they have gluten and she kind of looks at me and she was like well if it's not on the gluten-free menu it doesn't have gluten i'm sorry if it's not on the gluten-free menu it has gluten right and I'm like, okay, well, you don't have to be a bitch about it. I just wanted a fucking French fry. <laughs> I know. And then I think I was just more struck by, like, the fries have gluten because I couldn't picture. Why the fuck would a French fry have gluten? It's a fucking fried potato. Yeah. What I, are they doing back there? Yeah. Like, I think the best logic we could make is maybe they fry it with, like, stuff like stuff with, you know, breadcrumbs, like uh, chicken nuggets or something. Right. <laughs> So anyway, anywho, that wasn't even we weren't even planning on talking about no, any of that. No, I'm sorry. But I but no, it's okay. Myself. It's not bad. Yeah. Like we just we we just got back from from having lunch. In fact, part of the reason we're podcasting right now. <laughs> so the the plan was um, this is one of the like Chanel and I are our work schedules. They're not bad. They just don't line up very often. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, waiting for a solar eclipse. <laughs> But today's one of those days. Today is Monday, mm-hmm. April the 28th, I think we figured out. Yes. So so this show is going to get posted on Tuesday the 29th. But So we're posting, we're recording April the 28th. But today was one of those days where our, our, our schedules actually lined up and we both had the day off. So whenever that happens, we like to try to do something with the day, hang out with each other. So, uh, so we figured, well, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it simple. We'll do We'll do lunch and we'll go watch a movie. Yeah. So we went to, to lunch and, uh, you just found out about that experience, which, <laughs> you know, and I mean, it shows was... me to try a new place. <laughs> and then next we were going to watch a movie, but, um, I don't know what happened. I think partly we, the, the times weren't really lining up. Yeah. We kind of had to, we'd have to wait like basically like an hour and a half, two hours to watch one of the movies that we yeah. were semi-interested in. And we weren't that... I, I think the two movies that were kind of on the list are uh, were Transcendence. Is that the name of it? Yeah, Transcendence, With Johnny I Depp. Think. Yeah. Which, uh, which, you know, I'm on the fence on. I almost yeah. feel like... Uh, I'll, I'm into it because it's Johnny Depp and sci-fi. Yeah, I love Johnny Depp and sci-fi. I think I got tainted by... I, I, I feel like... I don't know if, it, I don't know if it's uh, the reviewers or something. I just, I just felt like... It was getting a lukewarm response, and it sort of you know, made me nervous. So that started to feel more like a Netflix movie to me. And then the other one on our list was... Uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah, the Wes Anderson movie, which mm-hmm. which looks interesting, because his movies always look interesting, but 
in terms of actually enjoying his movies, we're, uh, at least for me, I, I sort of run hot and cold with Wes Anderson. Yeah, I, me too. Like, I always like the idea, I like the cast, and then know. I usually find myself, I don't know, maybe a little bit, like, bored, confused. I did like Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, that was his most recent one. I yeah. think that maybe uh, two years ago. Well, last year. But, like, year, I remember seeing the Royal Tenenbaums, like, years ago, and I kind of hated it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure I liked it more than you. Yeah, I, you I don't, did. I don't, I, don't, I don't remember if I loved it, but I know I liked it more than you. I do remember uh, an old couple walking out of the theater of that one. <laughs> yeah. I also remember, movie. unrelated, but just now I'm thinking about us going to the movies and people walking out. Mulholland Drive, the David Lynch's. Oh, did people movie. walk out of that? At least a couple of them did, yeah. Oh, and it was funny. and it wasn't a packed crowd anyway, because David Lynch, he's not like a huge right. blockbuster, you know, box office draw. Um, but yeah, Mulholland Drive, I think that's probably our our favorite David Lynch movie. Yeah, that's a great one. He's another one for me, similar to Wes Anderson, where I like the idea of David Lynch movies, but um, but yes, I, I sometimes I enjoy and sometimes i'm just totally not into it yeah they're not as watchable as like sometimes you want them to be yeah although i i can say because i you know for people who are fans of david lynch like if you're like totally into it then you know he's pretty much everything he does is pretty great to those folks which is great sure yeah i mean he's really talented he is yeah he's got a unique vision and he's very uh uh well that's probably as aside from his uh you know abilities as, as an artist just the fact that he does have a very singular unique vision mm-hmm. that in and of itself it's, it's sort of an accomplishment i think where you know he can uh, create an image whether it's a, a scene with a couple of characters or one character or just show you something interesting or weird or funny or silly or, or whatever it is and even if you're even if you're not loving the movie you're still going to walk away having seen something that in all likelihood you've never seen before which is cool. You're allowed to talk to. <laughs> I was just thinking of Vegas and how I wish I was still there. Yeah, so that that's uh that's actually what we're what we're actually going to record about today. That that was that was the idea of this little sit down. Uh, cuz a, a week ago, Chanel and I did a we had a little impromptu trip to Las Vegas. A little I was going to call it a, a Vegas weekend, but it wasn't actually the weekend, was it? <laughs> no, it was a what was it? I guess it was a Sunday. Although, Sunday and Monday. Is Sunday considered the weekend or is that cuz on the calendar that's the first day of the week. Is that still a weekend though? I mean, kind of, but I don't think it really counts if you start your vacation on a Sunday. Yeah. I think it counts if you start your vacation on a Friday. Like that's the weekend. Yeah, so that but, would um, have been a weekend getaway. Yeah, so like a couple days before then, uh what made us decide I don't even remember. Well, oh, it was two things. Yeah, two things. Yeah. The the first, I can't believe you forgot. But uh somebody on today's particular episode has a birthday coming up. <laughs> Yay. And it's not me. So I'll give you guys a second. It's me. <laughs> oh, why'd you give it away? Sorry, I get excited. I wanted to give them a chance to figure it out. <laughs> uh, so Chanel has a, a birthday coming up. Uh, she's going to be all of uh, whatever whatever years old. Are you weird about that, by the way? Because I know uh, at least in in uh, is it is it an American thing where, yeah. where women get weird? I think about... it's like a cultural thing. I'm not actually. I'm going to be 34. Chanel's going to be 34 years old. Yeah. I mean, I guess if I looked like you know I was 80, <laughs> then I'd be like, oh no, I'm 25. I don't know. I or don't... The, if you did look like you were 80, then you'd be really proud of being 34. Yeah. Like, like no, no, I'm, no, I'm yeah. 34. Because when I'm 80, I'm going to tell people I'm 50. But for <laughs> now, I'm actually 34, and I'm not 
scared right. or ashamed of that. Yeah, one day 80 will be the new 50. Exactly. That's true. I guess. Because I plan on being a robot. <laughs> so That's actually why you wanted to watch the Johnny Depp movie. It really is. I need tips on like how to like have my mind transferred into like a hot like robo chick body. <laughs> Yeah, I believe that's uh, I believe that's known as the singularity. Yeah. If uh, which which I know next to nothing about, but I've heard of it. Wow. And I know it has something to do with uh, technology. And in, in fact, if I understand it correctly, and you're gonna be, you're gonna find out how little I know about it, but I know it involves <laughs> computers. I know it involves machines and people, and it's this idea, not unlike I think say the Matrix, where where uh, humans are sort of merged with machines and, and computers and that uh and that the computers and the machines are sort of they've sort of taken over and they create a, a reality and then they place us in it and so and they make the reality the reality it's like i'm drinking <laughs> so they make the reality <laughs> i'll keep that in there because it made chanel laugh uh but they create a reality that looks very much like the world that we would have previously recognized so in theory the singularity, for all we know, it already happened. That's and, what I was going to say. Isn't there a theory basically yeah. out there that like that's like we're living in this like basically like fake world. Like yeah. we're not even real. Yeah. We're like, a computer program. Yeah. Kind of. Right now you're living in a computer program. Yeah. The singularity already happened. Right. This Johnny Depp movie, they're they're taunting us. Which in a way, right, like, well, we're totally getting off topic, but that kind of ties into like spirituality and religion in a way too, right? Because the idea is that you have this destiny, this preordained path, you know, mm-hmm. designed by our maker. Sure. Like every single thing that happens to you, good and bad, however mundane, oh, is like pre-planned. Yeah. It's I like see planned where you're ahead. going with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 the, so, the, so instead of a... Instead so of it's a, not so crazy when you think of it in those terms, right? Because like we this have, larger sort of, yeah. you know, spiritual God is this computer God. Yeah. Actually not unlike... Um, bu- 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 what's the bu- movie came out about a year and a half? Prometheus. Prometheus. <laughs> that actually never happens in the movie. It never happened, but every time we heard the title, we heard it like a but I want it like too. a little girl in a scary movie who was walking into a dark room. And yeah. Prometheus was great. That was a good one. I really I, liked th- it. Th- that one didn't get a, a warm reception, so I know no. I know we liked it more than uh, I a think a lot, lot of, of people did. hated it. But it was cool. I, you know what my guess Which is? Which is why I want to see Transcendence because, <laughs> or Transcendent. I don't know what it's called. But I, I don't, you know, I don't listen to critics. I'm a rebel. You know what? The thing is, I like to think that I don't, but I don't know. With a movie like that, where I, I think I was on the fence with it anyway. Like I was, I wasn't dreading watching it. I wasn't excited about watching it. It was like, oh, cool, that'll be a good one. So if I'm sort of on the fence, and mm-hmm. it sounds like people aren't interested, then it sort of makes me nervous. I yeah. guess. With Prometheus, I think that uh, if I had to guess, it because it was really interesting, had some really interesting ideas it was exploring. I think in terms of the story, the story was, it didn't have a very exciting or dynamic narrative, I suppose. Like, it had yeah. a story it was telling, but... But it I, wasn't like an action thing or yeah. like even a horror thing completely. Yeah, like, I, I think that's in, in terms of drawing a large audience, I, th- I think you need that. Even if you have really big, interesting ideas yeah. like Prometheus had... You still need to have a story to, to sort of, you know, bring people along for the ride. Otherwise, you're going to lose a lot of them, which Prometheus seems to have. Yeah. But Prometheus also had these, um, I think the idea with that was, uh, and, you know, I think these people were finding out that maybe there wasn't a god, but there was some larger alien being who created us 
So we were created by a, a, a larger, more intelligent being. And not only that, that being hated us and was, and was actually trying to destroy us like, like, <laughs> yeah. a, bad, like a bad omelet they were trying to throw out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Fucking Prometheus. So let's see. We got this. I'm fine with this conversation. I'm, I'm into yeah, we it. We are not talking about. We're supposed to be talking about Vegas. That was the idea. Oh, that's right. I remember completely now because it's because your, your birthday's coming up. Oh yeah, yay! So Chanel's birthday is actually April 30th. So it's going to be Wednesday yes. this year. So we're, I will accept gifts. She will. I've seen yeah. her do it. Feel free to just send us an email. <laughs> I'll give you. Well, I'm not going to give you our address, but I'll <laughs> I give was, you like a P.O. box. I was very curious where you were going when yeah. you said, I'll give you. Well, and then there was a pregnant pause. Well, it depends on the gift. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll give you something back if it's really good. <laughs> Don't trust her. I've heard that one before. <laughs> it's true. I'm not giving you anything. But you should give me stuff. Yeah. So we're we're recording on Monday. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear this on Tuesday if you listen to it the day it comes yeah. out. Which means if today is Tuesday when you're listening to it, then Chanel's birthday is tomorrow. So wish her a happy birthday. Uh, go on Twitter. Go on Twitter. Go to at Chanel Chaco and uh, send her a birthday greeting. She'll love it. Thank you. Even if it's uh, even if even if this is after her birthday, send it anyway. I will still love it. She if it's would. like six months down the line, I'll be like, hell yeah, it was my birthday six months ago and somebody <laughs> cared. Thank you. Yeah, you sure. Even if it's like five years from now. What? If, well, let's say it's five years <laughs> from now. Do you think there will still be Twitter five years from now? Or do you think it'll die like MySpace has? And there will be something new called like litter. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the new litter. site will be glitter. <laughs> oh, glitter? I heard litter. No, I said litter. Okay. They're I both, said litter. They both work. <laughs> I like litter because I can see it happening. Like that's the new, it's like the lo-fi social networking yeah. where you write notes and then you crumble them up and just throw them on the and sidewalk. And it makes that little. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody walks by and they pick up a note and it says, hey, check out this sandwich I had for lunch. <laughs> and you just, and like, it's a hand-drawn picture of yeah. a sandwich. <laughs> that is so hipster. Yeah. So it's the, it's the new hipster social media called litter. I like it. I think we just invented I like that. It. And if you're listening on Wednesday, then it's my birthday. Then it is Chanel's and birthday. And you guys should have some cake, some ice cream, whatever you like to celebrate. Wherever you are in the world, have some cake and ice cream for Chanel. Yes. Or a beer if you drink. Chanel doesn't drink. No. I say that like I do. I don't drink either. No. <laughs> Although I was never I was never much of a drinker. You actually liked it. I did like it. But then uh, the gluten thing happened. Yeah, the gluten thing happened. Whole... Even before that, like you were getting sick. Yeah, I've got a... And it was probably connected to gluten before we knew what was wrong. No, because even like hard liquor doesn't have gluten, but I still oh, can't... Oh, making uh, me sick. I can't break it down. Oh, sure. I have a weird uh, constitution, I guess, mm-hmm. of how I'm put together. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So anyway, so Chanel's birthday is coming up. And uh, we were mentioning earlier that our schedules don't often line up. Uh, for this particular uh, Vegas, it was very last minute. Those are our favorite trips, I think. Uh, we planned it maybe, what, three days in advance? <laughs> I think three Something days beforehand. Like well, because I found out that I was going to have a three-day weekend at work because Easter was Sunday But my normal days off were Sunday and Monday, Mm -hmm. but because they were changing my schedule because I'm kind of done with training, all that, whatever. So I had Sunday off for Easter, but my normal days off are now Monday, Tuesday. So I also had Monday, Tuesday off. So I was like, this shit's never happening again. Maybe we should do something. Yeah. And so I was able to sort of uh, uh, 
work my schedule a little bit around uh, what was happening with Chanel. And then we, we took these three days and did a last minute uh, Vegas trip. And it was great. And that's actually so fun. a lot of fun. And so that so that's the intention of today's episode is we want to talk about our, our Vegas trip and how much fun it is and, uh, and, and the, the different things that we did during our trip. Chanel was yawning. There was a pause there. <laughs> and uh, I was trying to be slick. I know. Like normally, normally what I would do is I would just go in and uh, as I put the episode together, I would say, oh, yeah, I'll just let me, uh, I'll just take out that. That three second silence while Chanel's yawning, <laughs> but uh, but today I'm feeling like the, like the uh, like may- like maybe this will be the version of you know, like like that like no makeup. Yeah, we're like we're unplugged right now. Yeah, this is unplugged, no filters, no makeup. <laughs> right. You're gonna hear it the way it comes out. I do have makeup on right now, though. She does have makeup on right it now. It turned out really nice today. You look beautiful, by Aww, the way. Thank you, sweetheart. You too. Aww. And. Your bangs look very nice. Thank you. Your, your Betty Page bangs. Are Hi. they considered Betty Page bangs right now? They are Betty Page bangs right now. Chanel cut her own bangs today for the first time. For the first time ever. She did a very nice job. Thank you. Did you post a picture somewhere? I posted a picture on Instagram. All right. Actually, and on Twitter. So if you go on my Twitter, at Chanel Chaco, you'll check it out. My Instagram is Dita Doll, D-I-T-A-D-O-L-L. Hop on there. I post pictures of food, of my own face, <laughs> of uh, pretty dresses that I like. You know, just whatever. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. So anyway, all right. Uh, Vegas, we planned this last minute trip. We stayed at the Paris, which yeah. was cool. Well, I guess we can start with the drive. How about this? Let's, let's, let's take the listeners on a virtual trip to Las Vegas with us. Okay. So, so was the, the drive exciting, though? I mean, I don't know. Well, let's see. So, so the way we do our trips, and then maybe this will sound like what you guys do, or maybe it'll sound nothing like what you do. Sure. Uh, we packed the night before, <laughs> around ten thirty or eleven. <laughs> yeah, we, we kept ourselves busy all day, acting like we weren't getting up at the crack of dawn to yeah. go to Vegas. Uh, and I think you packed for. I let you pack first. That yeah. way, you can sort of because we took we we share a suitcase because it's right. easier. So I let you pack first, then when you're done, I throw in a couple of superhero t-shirts and right? <laughs> <laughs> and i'm pretty good to go yeah uh did that got to bed i don't think we got to bed too terribly late but we did we were getting up at like 5 30 because we like to leave early yeah because from where we live in southern california you know we live in rancho cucamonga uh so as long as the as long as the highways are moving and the traffic is clear uh for us vegas is a three and a half hour drive mm-hmm. you know give or take yeah so we like to leave early uh, so that way, you know, three and a half, four hours, you know, thereabouts, we, when we get to Vegas, it's still kind of morning ish mm-hmm. and we can kind of, we can squeeze the most out of our, out exactly. of our trip. Like we haven't wasted like one of our days driving. Yeah. We don't want to like waste. Six. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so we want to get there early. Also, I like, I like getting up early to drive because if I'm sleepy enough, not, not too sleepy where I'm driving dangerously, I, <laughs> I still drive safe, but if I'm just tired enough. I might, I might zone out for at least 
half of the three and a half hours. I would like everyone to know I was not aware of this before I got in the car with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually you you usually you sleep like the whole way. Yeah, that's the thing. It's great for me because like I can go to bed at midnight, get up at like five, yeah, and I just pass out. For you three love hours. driving to Vegas. Yeah, and then I wake up and there we are. This time I didn't really go to sleep. No, yeah, this time I was you felt awake. It. I felt it. Yeah, because usually you you close Ugh. your eyes, then like five minutes later you're like, we're here. That was easy. I think I was too excited. Probably. So okay, so we got up at five thirty in the morning, uh, got ready, uh, got that cleaned up, and we hit the road. What maybe like six six thirty? Uh-huh. Something like that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so then we hit the road uh, to Vegas, jumped on the fifteen freeway, the Interstate fifteen, which uh, which very conveniently takes you all the way to Las Vegas. Yeah, you don't have to switch freeways. You just get on. And don't keep have going. to switch freeways. You don't have to memorize any directions. Nope. Just jump on Interstate 15, and it takes you all the way there. Uh, we, uh, we, uh, let me think. Oh, I, you know, I listen to podcasts, ironically enough. I love listening to podcasts <laughs> on long drives. And you're usually my DJ, as long as you're yeah. awake. Yeah. So this particular trip, uh, for anybody who's keeping score, I listened to WTF with Mark Marin. I listened mm-hmm. to the uh, Jason Reitman interview, which was very good. Oh, yeah, that was good. And then I uh, started listening to the Ivan Reitman interview, which was his dad, which was, uh, you know, I asked you to change it. <laughs> yeah, it's not that it wasn't good. It, wasn't, it was just like yeah, it wasn't Jason bad. Reitman. There was just, I don't know, he was a little more engaging. I think so, yeah. And Ivan Reitman, maybe because he's older and maybe. maybe Mark Marin like, respected him too much. It was just kind of, it was very simple, basic. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. it. Just wasn't very engaging, especially yeah. for like a long drive. Yeah. So, so like I, we'll listen to it later and finish it, but on the long drive it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. We engaging. actually finished it on the way back. I think. Yeah. Did we? So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, that, that's how much it stuck with you. Yeah. So then you switched over for me, and uh, you put on uh, the Joe Rogan experience. Love Joe Rogan. Love his podcast. Love Joe Rogan. He's just great. He's just a cool dude. We've seen his. We've seen his stand up a couple of times. He's awesome. Yeah, at the Ice House. Uh, seen him at the Ice House. I saw him at uh, the Improv a couple of years ago. It was Joe Rogan. Oh, that's right. Uh, Joey Diaz. Was Joey Diaz there? No, no. I think it was Joe Rogan, Ari Shafir, and Duncan Trussell. It was those three at least, and it was awesome. And I remember being jealous because your friend um, got you tickets. Yeah, he yeah. didn't get me a ticket. Yeah, Daniel, my, yeah. my buddy Daniel. Who, so Daniel, if you're listening, yeah. thanks a lot. And Daniel, if you're listening, thank you so much. <laughs> that was really sweet. A couple years ago, it was still a great show. Really great. You would have loved it. It was so good. So anyway, love Joe Rogan. Love the podcast. I uh, love. Uh, we we just watched UFC 172 over the weekend. So yeah. another Joe Rogan connection. Watched. Uh, it's a good fight. Johnny Bone Jones uh, destroy uh, Glover Teixeira. Yep. Which which was a result that I not I did not see coming. I did. I mean, I had a feeling. I did, John Jones, I love you. I'm not surprised that Jones won. I I kind of expected him to win. I did not expect him to just bloody up Glover to share his face like he did yeah he tore him up it was really impressive yeah it was awesome so anyway let's see we're uh uh so we're driving <laughs> driving because we're like a half hour and we're we're, oh, we're still driving to vegas we stop we stopped at state we line pee. that's actually part of what we do <laughs> part of part of part of what we do is uh we stop at state line which again if you're if you're not from these parts and you're not familiar with the a road trip to vegas state line it's literally you know the the the, the line, the state border right. that crosses from California to Nevada. And so and so because, you know, Nevada where it's it's legal to gamble there, mm-hmm. uh, almost as soon as you cross over state line, you, you hit your first couple of hotel and resorts and, mm-hmm. and your first couple of casinos. 
So so state line, it's Nevada. I don't even state line like an official. It's not like a city name or anything. It's just sort of no. It's just where the just what we call is. it, right? Yeah. So I think all, is it called? No, it's not Prim because Prim is is it Prim? Um, but like I think Prim like Nevada? Buffalo Bills and oh, maybe well they've got because eh. there's Buffalo Bill. Yeah, I think it is Prim actually. All right, that sounds that kind of sounds right. So we usually stop at the state line, walk through Buffalo Bills, uh, take a bathroom break, check out the casino. Which is always like depressing because nobody's ever in those. And it's like a couple of like old people who look like they've just lost everything. Yeah. And it's always first thing in the morning. So then it's so then yeah. the people who are gambling first thing in the morning. Like on the one hand, it's yeah. like it's sad because it's like empty. But then on the other hand, it's like if you are gambling like first thing in the morning. You're having a good time. Yeah. Probably. The, 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 <laughs> the dealers there always look either upset or depressed right yeah i don't think i don't know if i've ever seen a dealer smiling at state line. they probably don't make any money there maybe not so yeah i don't know so we stop at state line stretch our legs walk around get back in the car and then from state line to actually get into to the strip the las vegas strip where we were you know where our trip uh culminates that's maybe you know, 30 or 40 minutes mm-hmm. again you know give or take as long as traffic is moving and all so then we get to we get to the Paris and that's where we're staying, which was very exciting because it's it's a very nice hotel. Yeah, it's fancy. It's one of those nice hotels that we always pass through, we walk through, and we check it out, and we've probably even thought to ourselves, "This is a nice hotel." Yeah. I wonder who gets to stay here. Yeah, I think we'd like eaten there once before, but we didn't stay, and we thought, "Oh wow." Oh yeah, we did have breakfast there once yeah. a couple years ago. They've got a great little restaurant in there called Mon Ami Gabi. Mon Ami Gabi. Mon Ami Gabi. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I Maybe mean. not with the bark that I just did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they're great. They're delicious. Yeah. Uh, so it's a really nice, really nice hotel. And, uh, you know, uh, our uh, again, just to give you some insight into how we plan our trips, uh, we were going to stay at Treasure Island. And so it was a, it was a, it was a ge- geographically strategic choice. And uh, so as far as Treasure Island goes, hold on a second. Chanel's left the microphone. She's in the kitchen. She got candy. Okay. So Chanel snuck away from the microphone, went to the kitchen, got a, got a piece of Hershey's chocolate. It's their special dark bar. And now it's she's so bad. good. I need a little pick-me-up. And just so you know, I wasn't going to blow up your spot. I was going to keep talking and pretend like you didn't leave the microphone. I know. But then uh, you were making this funny face like a, like you were like Scooby-Doo, like walking <laughs> into a haunted house. <laughs> I was thinking I looked more like the Pink Panther, but either way. Uh, an animated animal of some sort. I try not to, you know, snack while we're podcasting, but, you know, sometimes you just need a fix. Sure, sure. We're talking about Vegas. We're not in Vegas right now making me sad i need some chocolate <laughs> yeah we love vegas <laughs> so uh so what was i saying paris nice hotel. oh yeah okay so yeah so treasure island we were going to stay treasure island primarily because it's uh amongst <laughs> the hotels on the strips it's inexpensive you know relatively speaking mm-hmm. and but geographically it's surrounded by some of the nicer hotels mm-hmm. so it's by you know caesar's palace and the venetian it's next door to the, uh, the the fashion. What's 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 the mall called? Uh, fashion Show Mall. Fashion Show Mall. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of the the mall that's on the strip. So if we went, and we love the Venetian. They have a really good um, little cafe in there, the yeah, Grand Lux. The Grand Lux Cafe. We enjoy eating there. Yeah. Uh, and so so basically geographically, we figure we can stay at a relatively inexpensive hotel like mm-hmm. Treasure Island, but then be surrounded by some of the nicer you know hotel and resorts that we like kind of hanging out at. Um, 
But then while you were looking at uh, uh, rate, it turned yeah. out that the Paris wasn't bad. It was only like $12 more a night than Treasure Island. Yeah. Some... And there's a big difference just quality-wise, right? Treasure Island yeah. is sort of like the modern circus circus. Yeah. And then, you know, Paris is still one of the nice, like, better hotels. Yeah, it's a very nice hotel. The The restaurants are good. So... And, you know, less likely to have a bunch of little kids at the Paris <laughs> or Treasure Island. There's a whole pirate theme. And... Sure, sure. Yeah, Snow hates kids. I think we covered that. I'm sure. If not, I do hate kids. Yeah. I know you probably love your own and good yeah. for you. Yeah. I don't, I don't begrudge you that. You know what? My parents loved me, and I respect them and love them for that. Yeah. In fact, if you have a kid and you love them, I bet Chanel's happy about that. I am, because most people don't love their kids. Yeah. That's just sad. But that's <laughs> a whole that, different podcast. We won't is. get into that. Yeah. let's. Yeah, but let's, you, you're a damn good parent. Yeah. You, you love, love your, your kid. children. You fucking love your kids. And you know kid. what? They know it, and one day they're going to talk on a podcast about how you love yeah. them. And even yeah. though they hate kids, they appreciate you. And all the nice things you do for them... Uh, even when you feel like they're not noticing or taking it for granted, don't worry. They know. They do. They remember. They do. And when it's time to put you into a, a nursing home, they're going to find you the best fucking nursing home. <laughs> they really are. And they're going to visit you like three times a year. Yeah. But good visits. Yeah. Like a solid like hour and a half. And like for those of you who like don't have any kids right now and you're like, man, I got to have some kids because who's going to take care of me when I'm old? Listen. Nobody. Okay? <laughs> You're still going to be in a fucking nursing home whether you have kids or not. Because that's what kids do. Yeah. So or, don't or, fool yourself. Or if you're, like, if you're like my mom, who uh, I think one of her biggest fears is, is that, uh, you know, that we'll put her in a nursing home, you know, years from now. She's still, you know, she's still uh, young and vibrant and very <laughs> active. Uh, but she, you know, it, it's something that she worries about that, you know, She'll be older, will be older, that we're not going to want to deal with. I don't I don't know why she thinks it, but I know she worries about it. So somewhere, <laughs> not that we've ever said that we'd do it, but I think it's just, just somewhere in her head she worries about it. And so she says, half jokingly, but not jokingly, just, you know, like if I'm not, if my mind's not there and I don't know what's happening, just just take me up into the mountains and then, <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, leave me with the wolves, she'll tell us. She would rather, she would rather us leave her in the mountains with the wolves than put her in a, in a nursing home. I didn't know that. We'll laugh about it. And, she, you know, she'll laugh too, but she's like, I'm serious. Don't. That's funny. So, but she's going to be fine. We're going to take good care of her. You know, I mean, I know I'm young, but like, I don't feel like the nursing home's the worst place. Yeah. They feed you. They make sure that they sponge bathe you, right? I mean, sure, some probably. of them are like fucked up and they probably like hit you. Right. But like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, me neither. I guess, I guess we'll. It doesn't seem like the worst. <laughs> I mean, if like if you get into a nice one where like they're nice to you, yeah. I mean, you've got a fuck, you've got like built-in friends, right? Isn't it kind of like college? Like it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're dorming with like other old people who've been through some shit. And Actually, you know what? That's you can exciting. talk about like how life is shitty. And <laughs> Cause we went to college, but we didn't get to go away to college. We didn't. We didn't have the whole experience. So yeah. I actually, I think we have something to look forward to. Yeah. I can't wait to go away to nursing home. Me neither. I'm going to join a frat. Yeah. Maybe maybe get into some inter-nursing <laughs> home athletics. Yeah. I want to be on the, the nursing home basketball team. I never got to I never got to play. <laughs> I never got to play organized basketball, except for, uh, say, with the City League. But, you know, well, any, anybody can do that. You just pay money. I don't know what I'll do. I'll probably, you know what? I'll be old. I'll probably start tanning. 
Because, like, fuck it. Who cares, you know? Just lay out, like, um, like Magda in Something About Mary. You know, the old, old lady. So just, like, foil on my face. Because, you know, I don't tan now because I'm healthy and trying not to get skin cancer. You but avoid you know the sun pretty uh, religiously. I do. I do. For those of you who haven't met that's me good. or seen I mean, you know, me, you're I'm pretty damn white. You've got, so. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, your skin's healthy. You take good care of it. I do. So that's do. good. Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. Thank Speaking you. of which, you know, when we go to Las Vegas, even though it is a, a resort... Uh, or all the all the hotels for the most part on the strip, you know, they're they're resorts, which means they have pools and bars and stuff of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, in all the years we've been going to Vegas, I can think of, I can only remember one time where we actually sat at the pool. Can yeah. you think of more than one? Nope, I just remember that one. And I think that one was a couple of years ago at the uh, the Mandalay Bay. Well, I guess it was at the hotel, which is connected. was it Mandalay Bay? I think yeah. that's the one. It was a long, yeah, it was a long time ago. And even then, I don't even, I don't know if you ever got completely comfortable. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I was like horribly uncomfortable the entire time. And then I think we actually got in the water for like a minute and all I could think of was the weird pathogens floating around (laughs) in the chlorine entering my body. Which you guys might remember from episode two, Chanel's first episode on the podcast. Yeah. She is a a, a germaphobe. I am. She is a legit germaphobe. Yeah. And like just the idea of a body of water with piss and shit particles people who've traveled from all over the blood. world they're walking around the strip they're collecting Sweaty. sweat in their cracks Ugh. and then they dip into the pool and then i'm jumping in like yay <laughs> i can't wait to absorb all of your bullshit through my open pores <laughs> so yeah so so we don't say like i you know i for me it's very relaxing to sit by the pool and lay out a little bit and have a book and read but and like um, here's the thing if it's like the pool at your parents house or mm. if we had our own i'm okay oh sure it's just that weird public like all these people i don't know in it I don't like if i'm that. in it with my friends and like family i don't care i'm pretty sure whatever diseases you guys have i probably have or have had <laughs> but it's like the strange gross people like because you know most people i know i feel confident that you all shower well like at least once every couple of weeks. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I don't do the pool. Yeah. So so we, so when we go to Vegas, we and don't do the also, pool. Also, I don't like the heat, so I don't like to like lay out and just be fucking hot. That's true. And and again, you know, because like if you're listening, if you enjoy laying out, then you know that you go outside, you're under the sun, you warm up, you dip in the pool, you cool off, you get back out. It's a nice little cycle. Passes a few hours. It's very leisurely, <laughs> very relaxing. Yeah. But if you're Chanel, you're just hot. But, yeah. but you don't want to you don't want to cool <laughs> off in the water, so you're just collecting right. heat and you're sweating, and then then you you know you've got a book, but you can't concentrate, and then you know yeah, then you're like, can we go back in? And then it's like, I guess, all right, cool, right, yeah. So yeah, so, so I'm really fun. I swear, I am fun. She is fun, <laughs> and you know, we just it it doesn't mean that we don't have fun. We just find other things to do, and it's not a big deal. Like I, like I don't feel like my vacation is you know, lacking because because uh, I don't get to hang out by the pool. It's not, it's really not a big deal to me. I think partly because I was fortunate that I did grow up with a pool in my backyard. Right. And uh, and so, you know, like I swam all the time. And I think as much as you can sort of get swimming out of your system, I think I kind of did without meaning to. So pools don't uh, get me excited anymore. I almost feel sad about it because I remember how much I used to love getting in the pool and swimming. So anyway, uh we have not really talked about this Vegas trip. Well, it, we'll no, do this. We're, we're kind of we're kind of talking about. It, I guess. I mean, we we've got a few things. 
Why don't we just move to like the fun stuff? We'll get to the fun stuff. Yeah. You guys don't care about like what we ate, even though we ate really good food. We ate really good Mon food. Mon Gabi. Mon Gabi. Oh, and I do have to say the fucking buffet at the Paris Hotel. Oh, yeah. I don't even like buffets. I hardly ever eat at she them. She feels the same about buffets <laughs> as she does with pools at hotel resorts. I do. I do. Like, I don't want other people to have access to my food unless you're like, unless that's your job and you're getting paid not to get AIDS in my burger. Not that I eat burgers, but anyway. (laughs) So the Paris Hotel Buffet, and I'm going to be honest with you and be real. The real reason I love it. One reason. Macaroons. Fucking French macaroons at the buffet. All you can eat French (laughs) macaroons in every flavor. That's all she's ever wanted. And I'm going to let you in on my special recipe that actually Martin created. I invented it. But I executed to perfection. Macaroon Sunday. Yeah. Okay. So I got a tiramisu flavored little French macaroon, Mm -hmm. put it in a little bowl, put the vanilla soft serve on top and a nice little swirl. Right on top. Hot fudge on top. Yeah, you did. Brought that shit back to the table Mm. and I won't tell you what happened next, but it was good. She got nasty with it. (laughs) (laughs) I made sweet love. (laughs) Uh, She took that Sunday back to our room. She put Locked the, the door. She put on the privacy sign on the doorknob. She pushed me back. Yeah. I started to walk into the room. <laughs> and you said, no, Martin. I know we're in the Paris. But no menage a trois. <laughs> this m- is a menage deux. This is a menage Chanel. <laughs> uh, and you know what's funny, too, about the buffet is uh, I totally had to be the grown-up. And tell Chanel, I, you have to eat dinner first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. You, I actually wasn't going to. She was about to just, just fill up on dessert. And and so I had to sort of pretend to be a grown-up. It's like, at least, you know, get a have, have some grown-up food first. Yeah. You don't have to fill up on the grown-up food. Just, you know. <laughs> and I didn't fill up on grown-up food. <laughs> I think I got like a piece of fish and like some mashed potatoes. And was like, ooh, this is good. Yay. And then he made me go for a second trip because there was a sushi bar. And he was like, and I was, I was eyeing it. I love seaweed um, salad. Like, I love it. It's like weird and it has a fun consistency. And it's just seaweed with like sesame oil or whatever. So good. If you haven't had it, you should try it. Anyway, they had that. So I was eyeing it and he was like, well, maybe you should go to the sushi bar and check it out. And so he like made me like choke down a couple like sushi rolls. I mean, I didn't like make you. I just, Basically. I just, I talk, I, I, I made you realize that it would be more responsible yeah. to get some, you know. And here's a tip. Nutrient of some sort. Sushi at a Las Vegas buffet, not that delicious. <laughs> it wasn't bad, but like it's on par with like. The one you buy at the supermarket in a pre-pack, you know, or like Trader Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like the best. Anyway, yeah. So really good buffet. I just had to throw that so in. So good buffet at the Paris. And the other thing that's really great at the Paris, Jersey Boys. Yes. So uh, so on our first night there, uh, one of the things that, that I was really excited about was going to watch Jersey Boys. Because a couple of months ago, that, I'd actually... That's a show, not like... Uh... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just for those of you, I who guess don't we. Know, I guess we should clear that up. We're huh? not like part of any weird secret. Uh, I can't wait to go to the oh, pool. Gotta see them Jersey and boys. Watch the Jersey boys in their speedos, yeah. <laughs> drinking their beers, their orange tans. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Jersey boys. It's a. It's a. Yeah, it's a musical. It's a. It's a show. It started on Broadway, I guess, and it's they've had a 
that's been in Las Vegas for at least a few years, at least quite a few years, really. And so I was in Vegas a couple of months ago because my brother got, uh, he got married. And so it was sort of a, so I just went for a couple of days. So now wasn't able to make it with us because uh, he had to work, right? Yeah. And so again, the schedule didn't quite work out. So, uh, so, so for the most part, I was there with the, uh, with my parents and, you know, my, my brother and my, and my, my nephew and, you know, a, a small selection of the family. It wasn't a very big wedding, sort of a simple, intimate little, uh, chapel wedding. It was pretty cool. And so while we were there, you know, we figured we would check out a show cause we love checking out shows in Vegas. Cause I'm not, I'm not a gambler. I've never, I did, a, I played a little blackjack once upon a time just because it was <laughs> about the only game whose rules. I felt like I kind of understood a little bit, um, but even then, I didn't. I, I, I'm not. I'm not one for gambling, which I guess is sort of ironic because you know we love Vegas. Yeah, Vegas is like you know. Well, what, what else are you going to do? That's what you go to Vegas for. But for us, we love. Well, you know, we love getting away because anytime you can, you can get away from home, even if it's just three hours away, it's yeah. nice. You can kind of get away, recharge. You know, you're off in a different land. Um, we love this trip because it's, you know, just a bunch of hotels, a bunch of restaurants, a bunch mm-hmm. of shows. Uh, you can walk around the strip without anything to do. And it's still, you know, it's interesting. You can check stuff out. You can yeah. pop in and out of hotels. So it's cool. So what we love that we love shows, uh, we love checking out the shows. So when I was there a few months ago, uh, I watched Jersey boys with, the uh, with my, with my parents and my nephew had no expectations for it. I knew that they had it on broad or in Las Vegas for a few years. And I knew it was popular, but that's really all I knew. So saw the show and I fucking loved it. <laughs> oh my god, I loved it. It was like it was, you know, it it was like the it was like the Vegas musical version of a of a religious experience. Like I, <laughs> I, it was just like I just walked away and I just felt like I was just like buzzing. It and, and it was this thing where like as much as I was enjoying it, I couldn't get the thought out of my head that, man, I wish Chanel was here to see this show because she would love it. <laughs> so I couldn't wait to to go back eventually with Chanel so she could watch this show. And uh, and then ironically, I mean, not not too coincidentally, you know, it was playing at the hotel. It plays at the Paris, which is where we were staying. Um, so it worked out nicely. So the first night we were in Vegas, we got tickets to watch uh, Jersey Boys. And, uh, and, and like, I loved it, but how did you feel about it? I loved it. It was so great. Cause you know, when somebody tells you you're going to love, Oh my God, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. You're kind of like, okay, I'm probably not going to love it. (laughs) (laughs) Or, you know, you've built it up too much, but it was so good. And he wouldn't tell me, I didn't know what it was about. I didn't know from Jersey boys. I was like, what the hell is this going to be? And, um, it was great. So basically it's the story of, um, Frankie Valley and the four seasons. Mm -hmm. And they kind of tell the story of like, you know, them coming up sort of, you know, the end, all that good stuff. And it was just so great. And the guy, oh, what's that guy's name? I can't remember the singer, the yeah, main guy in the in the musical. He, I mean, I hope Frankie Valli or anybody who knows him doesn't ever hear this, but <laughs> he, his voice was amazing. You know, I came home and I was like, I wasn't too familiar with Frankie Valli in the yeah. Four Seasons. I knew like all their hits, but I didn't know it was them. Does it, yeah. if that make sense? Yeah, that's one of the great things about the show is like every song that yeah. comes up, you're like, holy shit, I was that's like, them. Oh, yeah, I know this song, but this guy, his voice. I mean, I think I prefer his voice over Frankie Valley. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He had a beautiful voice. Yeah, so great. And uh, and so the, so as, as far as how they tell the story, so there's four members in the group, and so the story gets told through each of their points of view. So they each 
like this like the show it's it's not exactly broken up into four parts and our seats were really good too they right? were really good yeah like really we, nice we got really good seats yeah and so so essentially each guy in the group has an opportunity to give you his side of the story and uh not that they see it differently but you know you get everybody's point of view mm-hmm. they all have a, an opportunity to narrate the story and then by the time the show's over you know you, you kind of get a full scope of their of their rise to fame and their success and the all the different personalities yeah and... so it's a really it, it's i think what's great is it's uh they have a really amazing story like, they really do like even if their music was terrible yeah <laughs> they still have a really great story or even that... if like you don't know who frankie valley and the four seasons are yeah it's still awesome it's not one of those like oh i love them i can't wait to hear their story it's just a great it's just a really great story and we were both excited to learn that this this summer, there's a Jersey Boys movie coming out. Yeah, directed by Clint, Clint Eastwood. Eastwood. Now, when I first heard that they were making a movie, I wasn't excited because I was like, well, they're going to fuck it up. That's how it works. <laughs> kind of like Rock of Ages. right? The, well. I mean, the movie's fine. I enjoy that movie. But the, but so. the, but the live show. Right. The live show is really amazing, great. which we also saw in Las Vegas. Yeah. Started on Broadway, but I think for us in a lot of ways, the, the, the <laughs> we biggest, watch all our Broadway shows yeah, in Vegas. <laughs> like, our, you know, Vegas is our Broadway. Because, which is funny because we're not that far from LA and a lot of these shows like come to the Pantages. Yeah. But there's just something different about being in Vegas because you're there, you're at your hotel, yeah. everything's close. Where, you know, here, yeah, we can drive an hour into LA and then go to the show and then we drive back but it's just nicer to be like oh you know what let's go back to our room or let's go out to yeah. eat and yeah so it's, 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 it's just more fun it's a it's an overall more fun experience for us i think so yeah so jersey boys is off but yeah so so i was sort of when i when i heard there was a movie my first thought is you know they're gonna fuck it up i'll watch it but they're probably gonna fuck it up i was picturing like i don't know like some like high school musical not that I've seen High School Musical. I guess that's not fair to them. And that's funny because I actually wasn't expecting it to be a musical. Like that's when you told thing. me, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I wasn't even sure if it'd be a musical. But then when I found out it was Clint Eastwood, then it was like, oh, well, this is going to be fine. I don't right. know what he's going to do with it. Yeah. But Clint Eastwood. Like he doesn't he doesn't make crap. Yeah, he really, he doesn't fuck around. He like, doesn't I, take crap and he doesn't make crap. <laughs> he's, he's one of those filmmakers <laughs> who, I think because he's such an iconic actor that I don't know if, I don't know if. I don't know if people think of him so much as a filmmaker. Yeah, even I don't know though, if he gets his like due respect. Even though he's had what like two Academy Award nominated. At movies? least, well, I think he's won. I think he's he won for The Unforgiven and he won for Million Dollar Baby. He did, yeah. And, and he's Gran nom- Torino was nominated. It wasn't, believe it or not. It wasn't nominated. Got, got completely shut out. Shut out. That was a great movie. It was an outstanding. I was surprised, but yeah, that one got shut out. But yeah, he's he, he's an iconic actor, but he's a just a wonderful filmmaker. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to look at his resume. I know I haven't seen all of his movies, but I mean, pretty much, he pretty much just doesn't, he, he makes great movies is all yeah. he knows how to do. So when I found out he was making Jersey Boys, I, I was like, well, I don't know if he's going to make it a musical or not, but I'm, yeah. I, I know I, I can't wait to see it. And then we watched the preview and it looked great. So yeah, so very excited about uh, watching Clint Eastwood's Jersey Boys this summer. You'd think we're getting paid for it, but we're not. <laughs> <laughs> this summer, coming to a theater near you. Uh, nicely done. <laughs> so that was our so that was our first night. So our first night was we got to Vegas. We checked into our hotel. Actually, it's oh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't even check. I was I forgot about this story, but I just remembered. Uh, so we got there what ten thirty? Like ten thirty in the morning. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we went to check in, or at least hoping to check in. And so I guess they we we could have paid an extra twenty dollars to check in early. 
$25. You know, which in the grand scheme of things, especially when you're in Las Vegas and you're, you know, you're not going to go to Vegas without spending some money. But I, but I, I guess there was something about $25 that we didn't have to spend. So we were like, eh. You well, because we knew we were going to go to breakfast anyway. Yeah. That was part of it. Is like we got there, we went straight to the hotel, but we were like, we didn't eat at home. So we were like, we're going to have breakfast anyway. Why pay $25? Yeah, we're going to get a room around, and then leave. Get our show tickets. We had stuff but to do. But the check-in time was four o'clock. Yeah. which was like, like, that's crazy. Like, why? who checks in at four in the <laughs> evening? I, and I think the lady was nice enough that she let us check in at three. But yeah, I, I she told us we could come. And she actually, like, checked us in, but we couldn't come back till 3. Yeah. So when we came back at 3, we could just go to a different counter without a line and just pick up the keys. Yeah. But still. So, yeah, she was really nice. But, yeah, craziness. <laughs> so from, yeah, so then there was a couple hours in the middle of the day where, like, we had breakfast. Uh, we walked around. I think we got our show tickets for Jersey Boys. We walked really far. <laughs> we walked really far. Uh, Chanel's feet were wrecked for the rest of the trip. Yep, I got blisters the first day. And I wasn't even wearing cute shoes. I was wearing my comfortable, nice, cushiony, you know, <laughs> The shoes that you wore shoes. not to get blisters. Exactly. I wore them on purpose not to have sore feet. And I was basically, like, bleeding <laughs> and in tears by the time we walked over to the Venetian, which was way further than it looked. Yeah, from, from Paris to Venetian... Uh, and you know it's not a crazy walk, but yeah, you know, it's funny. But the thing about the strip is, you can go out onto the sidewalk, look up the street, you see the hotel that you want to walk to, and yeah. you're like, "Oh shit, there it is! Yeah, let's right. go." And then you know, uh, time passes by, and your shirt stick into your back with sweat, and, <laughs> and the, the that's the other thing. It was pretty hot. It was, it was it was a warm it was a warm trip. So anyway, we eventually came back. Got our room, and I think we were so worn out from just like walking around in the heat that we stayed in the room until it was time for the show. I think. Did we? We we did, but it was cool. Like we we, we were just relaxing. We yeah. Put on the air conditioner and got on the bed, which I don't know. You know, I don't know if there was something special about those pillows because oh. they didn't advertise anything about those pillows. <laughs> but, that was an amazing and the bed, right? And I know people are like, "Oh, hotel beds." Yeah. And like I've never had that experience. Like I always leave a hotel and I'm like, "Ugh, can't wait to get into my own bed." I didn't want to leave. It was dreamy. We slept. We should have like ripped the sheets off and seen what kind of bed it was. That's not a bad idea. But it was like, I'm sure we could just call and be like, <laughs> room 1973. That'd be hilarious if yeah. we called and they're like, I'm sorry, we can't tell you. <laughs> right? Oh, you don't know? Trade oh, secret. Okay. We, we know. We just can't tell But you. yeah, that bed and the pillows and ugh. Well, plus it was like a king bed, right? And we have a queen. So there was like that. Like I didn't have to like kick Martin as hard to get him like out of my way. <laughs> It was amazing. It was really fun. And a nice room. It felt like a little little cottage sort of Frenchy room with a big bathroom. Yeah. And we had a view of the other side of the strip. <laughs> so we had, so, you know, like sometimes we'll have a window and we just see like a roof or something. This one we at least got to see outside, but it was like literally the other side of yeah. the strip. So it was like. What did we see? Like it was like the side of Bally's and like the back of Harrah's. Yeah. Maybe like a mobile <laughs> station and a couple of, couple of homeless yeah. fights. I don't know. <laughs> although it was cool uh and chanel noticed this so if, if the creep factor goes up just know that chanel's the one that pointed it out is that the the windows of bally's uh they weren't like tinted or anything oh yeah so 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 if your lights were on in bally's uh we could see what was going on yeah and so you know we tried to find people doing it but yeah nobody was nobody was doing it was like least, a dude in his room alone that was kind of like on the couch on his computer i guess he could have been doing it now as you describe maybe it. maybe he was watching porn that would have been fun well for you mm. i don't know 
Yeah. Anyway. But if you're at Bally's. Yeah, just watch out. Like, if you want people <laughs> to see you, bonus. If you don't want people to see you, yeah. close close the uh, uh, drapes. Yeah. So anyway, so, so the hotel was cool. The room was cool. So day two... We knew that we wanted to watch a show because, again, that's what we do. We go to yeah. we don't gamble, and like we don't plan ahead. We're not yeah. like let's buy our tickets. We we show up to the the half price ticket booth and see what they got. Yeah, and for us, that's part of the fun is like not yeah. knowing what we're gonna yeah. watch. I, I get like I, well, we knew we were gonna watch Jersey Boys, but right, we very much wanted to watch Elton John because he's at Caesar's Palace oh, right yeah, now, the million dollar piano show. But his off night was our main night. Cause yeah, because we because the Jer- only night he was performing was the night we were leaving. Yeah. And that means we would have had to drive home at like midnight and Yeah, and we we, we did that a couple of years ago because we went to see Tom Jones. Yeah. Which was fucking awesome. Tom Jones is amazing. If, I'm going to see Tom Jones uh, coming up. I would have gone with you except for one reason. It's Tom Jones and Morrissey, which is like my wet dream. Fucking Morrissey. Morrissey is like my kryptonite. Yeah, Martin would not go. Is that the right analogy, by the way? Yeah, because kryptonite weakens Superman. Okay. So Morrissey weakens your your resolve. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like, well, like like kryptonite could be like if you're on a diet and brownies are your kryptonite, but brownies are good and Morrissey's not good. Morrissey's so good. He's so good. I saw him for the first time. Was it last year, or was it was two it? years ago? Um, I think it was last year. I remember. I remember. I remember. You go into the show and really enjoying. Where was it? Staples Center? It was at Staples Center. And I'd never seen him. So I kind of bought the shitty tickets thinking like, you know what? I've always loved the Smiths. I've loved Morrissey. I'll just get the shitty tickets. And I just remember thinking like, I should have spent more. This is one of the best concerts I've ever been to. And I swore to myself, next time he comes around, I'm getting good tickets. And I think I got pretty good tickets this time. And you know what? I loved Tom Jones so much. That I think I actually considered going for like 10 seconds. Yeah. And then you realized I wouldn't let you leave early when Morrissey came out. <laughs> yeah. Like I might like I might have like picked I up a smoke. I wish you'd go with me. I, I would love to see Tom Jones. It'd be fun. How much? Well, you don't have to say how much the tickets are, but. um, I think the cheapest ones were like 40. Okay. And it went up to like, I don't know, 100 something. All right. We got somewhere in the middle. I honestly don't remember how much the ticket was. I already paid my friend who got them. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see Tom Jones, though. But anyway, we saw him a couple years ago at the uh, MGM. That was actually really fun, too, because, again, we were... We, the, the night before, we had seen the B-52s and... Was it Blondie, Blondie. or was it just Deborah Harry? De- no, Harry. it was some abortion they called Blondie. <laughs> And uh, and the thing and, and it was outside. It was at uh, Mandalay Bay. It's it's this concert on the beach series, which sounds great yeah. until you they realize they have this like fake beach in the back and the pool. And it was like, yeah, an outdoor concert with the B fifty twos and like Blondie. Sure, it's the worst setup I have setup. ever heard of. Like, it's a fucking concert in the sand. They don't give you any towels. They were out of beach towels. So you're going to a concert, and it, it's at night, so it's not like... They, were, they sold towels. Do you remember that? Yeah, for like, what, $20? $30. $30? And we didn't get one right away, but <sighs> I think we were on the sand for a while, and we realized, if we're going to be here all night, which, I mean, we're yeah, here... Yeah, because we were standing. And I think I, like, dressed up, right? Because it was a concert. I yeah. think I put on something nice, so I was like, well, I'm not sitting in the sand. So then it, it, just, it was one of those things where, like, all right, Mandalay Bay... You win this round. I'm going to buy your $30 But towel. then there was also this weird thing of like, 
you're like in the you're in the sand and then there's a pool in the middle mm-hmm. and then the stage is on the other side of the pool yeah so you weren't even close really like there was no way yeah. to actually be close and you couldn't be in the pool like you couldn't use the pool during the show right it and, was just and the weird. b52 and you know we were really excited for them and it turns out that if the b52s aren't singing love shack you're, you're waiting the whole show for them to sing Love Shack. Yeah, it's true. And I mean, I, like, mean, I were... think I know like three B-52 songs and they were yeah. fun. But Rock Lobster, I think I recognize. I love Deborah Harry. Like I have so much respect for her, but I've seen her twice now. Mm-hmm. So I saw her once as Deborah Harry or Debbie Harry. That was at she uh, the Cindy Lauper uh, True Colors. The True Colors tour. tour. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a good show. And um, that was a great show. But, you know, she wasn't great. It was kind of sad. She was kind of old. Mm-hmm. But then, like, seeing her with Blondie, they would not do any fucking hits. None. There was no Call Me. There was no Heart of Glass. There was just some new shit songs. And and it, it seemed like a very obvious, like, you yeah. know what? We're Blondie. We're still together. Here's our new stuff. You here's have our, to listen to it. Here's our new it. bullshit. And nobody ca- nobody's going to see Blondie to hear her their new music. So, we yeah. want to hear her be awesome blondie that yeah. we know. And just so it's clear, I don't think we actually made it clear. It was like a double feature. Like, we didn't go to two separate shows. Yeah, they were they on, were, they, they were, were They were built together. Yeah. And uh, and she didn't come out. She, like, the B-52s finished. She came, like, an hour later. Yeah. So we were tired. Were, like, we were sitting asleep. up. Yeah, yeah. And so then we left her show early because it was bullshit and we were yeah, tired. Yeah, I think we and, sat through, like, three or four songs, maybe. And then it was like, she's, eh, whatever. With our $30 towel. <laughs> so we went back to the room and then... Uh, and that was our only night that we stayed because we because we just went for that show. Yeah. And so then we were going to leave the next day. So we figured, well, we'll hang out in Vegas for a few hours. <laughs> and then we were getting ready to leave. We were literally getting ready to hit the road. And then just sort of a, just on a lark, I said, you want to you want to see what 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 shows they have at the half price ticket yeah. box? Because I think we felt kind of like ripped off. We too. really did. Yeah. Like we went for this show and it was like, oh, it was sort of a bummer. And, you know, because it's. Like if you're if you if you're uh like if you drive like a truck for a living across the country three and a half hours isn't a big deal but you know <laughs> if you're not used to like really long drives three and a half hours for a disappointing show you know it's yeah. kind of disappointing so then before we left we checked out the box office and Tom Jones was playing and we obvi- we knew Tom Jones and we could probably pick out a song or two right never had any real desire to see him in person or anything and it was just like well whatever. This could be, I think we were just like, this could be, this, it'll be funny to watch Tom Jones. Yeah. We can have a laugh and told, tell people that we watched right. Tom Jones. So we got tickets like la, like so last minute that we bought the tickets and probably like 15 minutes later. Headed straight over. Went straight to the theater. <laughs> and it was so funny because we were in our like driving home clothes and there were these people like in like beautiful dresses and right. suits and they had like flowers and like you could tell they built their whole weekend around this <laughs> this show. Right. And we just like walked in like uh, just like a, some some ragamuffin tourists. Yeah. And uh, you know we were, we were sitting with the fancy people, and holy shit, just the best show, one of the best shows we've ever seen. Yeah, Tom Jones is amazing. Like I like I got it when I went to that show. Yeah. Like I get why he's been a fucking superstar for yeah. years yeah and and, some, and his voice that voice oh uh, my god i get why women throw their panties at him yeah you know if i hadn't been wearing jeans i would have wiggled those off and thrown them too yeah you tried i think i had to stop you i did try you told me to keep my pants on yeah i, I said I'll, I'll take mine off that's i can get them off easier <laughs> but you didn't think tom jones would appreciate that no. so, so we didn't do that yeah yeah he's he's definitely one of those uh performers charming, who charming yeah, man great singer great performer is you know in between songs is funny and yeah. charming and 
And, you know, again, he's we, we've been lucky enough that we've seen some really great shows like Tom Jones and Elton John and yeah. Prince. Uh, I can't. There's, uh, those are the ones off the top of my head. But there's certain performers that when you see him in person, yeah, it's like, oh fuck. Cindy Lauper was yeah. one actually. And She's like, amazing. It's like live. that's why you're famous. Yeah, that's why you're not mm-hmm. famous because you like did a sex tape or you're or you had a one hit. Yeah, like you're fucking famous because the thing you're doing right now. Like a very small population of the planet can do what you're doing. Exactly. <laughs> so you deserve to be famous. So yeah. So Tom Jones was one of those performers, and and we really loved it. Uh, Debbie Harry was not. No. One of those performers. She was not. That's too bad. Uh, so anyway, man, we went to a completely different yeah, Vegas we're, trip. We're really unfocused. We're sorry. We hope you're entertaining all yeah, our yeah. digressions here. <laughs> uh, but I guess it's still under the umbrella of Vegas. Yeah. So we're not too yeah. far off. We're not talking about like water buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you have thoughts on water buffalo, by the way? No. Hmm. That's the thing. If we were talking about water buffalo, it would be really boring. Yeah, and Because I'd say, you know what? There's water buffalo. I bet they're cute. And then I would say, let me Google water buffalo. Yeah. And then I'd probably spell it wrong. <laughs> anyway, so then our second our second day, uh, the the plan was, because again, this is a, it was, it was, we were, we went to Vegas to celebrate Chanel's birthday. And it yes. was it was early because, again, we went like a week before. Right. But we knew we weren't going to be able to go like on yeah. my birthday or my birthday weekend. So it kind of worked out that this is as close as we can get to her birthday to, to do something fun. So um, so because it was uh, we were celebrating Chanel's birthday and because I am a lovely person, mm-hmm. I told Chanel that she can, you know, she could pick any show she wanted. Yeah. Usually, you know, we'll go 50-50. We'll compromise. Sometimes I want to watch something. Maybe she doesn't. She wants to watch something. Maybe I don't. And we try to find some show that we can kind of meet in the middle on. Yeah. Because we were celebrating Chanel's birthday, I gave I gave her carte blanche. Yeah. To pick any show she wanted, and uh, I think you settled on the uh, the the Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil show. Yeah. I, I think it's called One. One, I believe. Yeah. Uh, which is cool because I, I yeah because I've kind of been wanting to see it because we saw Beatles Love a couple of times and yeah. that's wonderful. Yeah, we've never seen a Cirque du Soleil show we didn't like except. For the Elvis Presley Cirque du Soleil, the short-lived yeah. Elvis Presley Cirque du Soleil show. Which is shocking because I adore Elvis. Yeah. I love his music. We were excited because yeah. it was like, we love Cirque du Soleil. And we'd already seen Love, so we were like, yeah, well, oh, yeah. look what they did with the Beatles. Man, the Elvis show's got to be crazy. And it was crazy terrible. Crazy bad. Yeah, it was bad. If you were in the show and you, you're actually listening to this podcast... Don't take it personally. Yeah. Not your fault. Yeah. Whoever whoever produced this show, whoever had a vision for this show, didn't really have much of a vision for this show. <laughs> I was gonna say there wasn't much of a vision. <laughs> it was a it was a it was a heaping pile yeah. of Cirque yeah. du Soleil bullshit. It was. So I was a little nervous about the Michael Jackson one because yeah. it was kind of like I don't know what if the Beatles one is like a one off like yeah and they're you know musician centered ones. So anyway, so I call um what hotel was it at Mandalay Bay? It was at Mandalay Bay. So I called and thought, oh, you know, because the half-price tickets, they were basically like, oh, we don't really get them. So I called Mandalay Bay. She said, oh, yeah, I have plenty. And I said, you have the cheaper seats, which I think, what were they, like 70 bucks was the lowest price. And she was like, yeah. And I said, okay, well, you know, if I come in a couple hours, will you probably still have them? She was like, well, it's first come, first serve, but we do have a lot. Okay, cool. So we're like, all right, cool. Let's. What did we do? We went to breakfast, lunch, whatever we yeah. had, and we were like, okay. We went to the mall, walked around a little. Went bit. to the mall, went over to the Mandalay Bay. Finally, maybe an hour or two later, and then um, 
we get to the box office and we're like, oh, we wanted to get tickets for the Michael Jackson show. Okay, great. So I only have the $180 tickets left (laughs) and I'm going, oh, okay. Well, you know, we'd called and she was like, yeah, no, this is all I have. And then she showed us the sections that these fucking $200 seats are going to be in. And it's like in the back off to the side. And I'm going, not that we were going to pay $200 each anyway, because really that's another trip to Vegas. Yeah. Um, so, so I was kind of disappointed cause you know, it was going to be my birthday present, yeah. but I didn't, I don't want a $200 ticket to anything really. So, um, so we didn't go and we kind of went back to the half price ticket booth and I think we stood there for a long time. A while, yeah. We couldn't really decide on anything. In fact, didn't we go and then leave and then go back to it? I think that's true. I think, I think, we, I think we gave we did up. That exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cause nothing was jumping out at us. There was nothing great. And I'm sure there's shows that would have been cool. But yeah, there was a zombie. What was the zombie show? Zombie burlesque. Zombie burlesque. I was really intrigued by that. But then I also remembered seeing um, Bite Bite a few years ago at the Stratosphere. And that was very underwhelming. And I was like, this is going to be hot. It's like vampires and the chicks are going to be like naked. (laughs) You know, like this is going to be some sexy vampire dark show. And it was like a really silly like musical review i mean it was it was cute i was entertained but but even it wasn't even in a theater it felt like a yeah it it felt like we were sitting in a cafeteria yeah it was kind of like a restaurant (laughs) yeah it was almost like the stratosphere was like we should have a show do we have any spare corners (laughs) yeah and then there was a show called pin up with um claire sing claire sinclair i think is her name Mm -hmm. she was like playmate of the year or something and she kind of has a pin up thing going on and i thought that could be cute but i just didn't understand what the show was so i figured i don't know that this is really a show other than her being naked yeah and britney spears has a show on this trip but it was she performing she wasn't performing when we were there nope she was coming like the week later or a month later something she performs at planet hollywood yeah so we kind of left i think maybe we walked around the strip some more i don't know what we did and then finally it was getting later and we were like and I was I was bummed. I was really set on Michael Jackson. That was going to be the one. So I was yeah. kind of like, well, great. You know, it's our second day in Vegas. We're not even going to watch a show. Boo-hoo. And then um, I think when we went back to the half-price ticket booth, they had the show Zarkana from Cirque du Soleil, which yeah. I don't think they had the tickets earlier mm. in the day. And that was one I'd been really intrigued by because I'd seen the posters where the girl kind of looks like Maleficent. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. And ironically, it's at the Aria in the same... theater where the elvis cirque du soleil was yeah so we almost didn't get tickets because we didn't know if there's gonna be some like leftover you know hoodoo from the terrible elvis show well and it was a shitty theater when it was the elvis theater it was not set up for a cirque du soleil show yeah it was weird um but anyway yeah so we got uh we decided on zarkana and we were like i don't know it might suck might be good but the tickets were like sixty nine dollars, I think. Something like that. Yeah. So we thought, or maybe it's seventy something. I think I they were sixty nine. Were they sixty nine? That sounds yeah. about right. So we were like, okay, you know, it's one of the cheaper ones. We may as well. We need a show to go to. Yeah. So we go. We get ready. We maybe had dinner before. I think yeah. I think we hung out in the room for a little bit. Uh, we had dinner. Actually, we, I think we plan on eating afterwards. Oh, we did have dinner afterward. Yeah. That's right. Um, so yeah, we got ready, went to, um, and the way it works when you buy the half price tickets, you get a voucher. So then you go to the box office mm-hmm. before the show and you pick up your tickets and they assign you the seats at that point. Yeah. So it's not like they're like, okay, you're in yeah. row 10. You don't know till you get yeah, there. So you're kind of paying for a section, but you don't have seats yet. Exactly. But it's also not like you're going to get there and they'll be like, sorry, no seats. Exactly. Um, so yeah, we got to the box office at the, um, Aria hotel, which is a lovely hotel. Yeah. And um, the lady was just really nice, and she was like, oh, you know, would you guys be interested in 
um, sitting in the front row. And, like, I kind of look at her and look at Martin, like, do we have to pay more? Like, what the heck? And she was like, oh, you know, we just have seats um, up front that need to be filled. So do you guys want them? Because it sounded too good. Like, there was a catch, right? Yeah. And and even, I think I kind of asked, I was, because at some of the Cirque du Soleil shows, it's probably not the best to be in the front row, because you'll, like, the Beatles one, I would never want to sit in the front. Yeah. Because there's stuff going on all around you. So tip, if you ever see Beatles love, don't buy the front row tickets. Yeah. Um, so I kind of asked her, I said, well, you know, is the front row, are those good? Or, because I'm thinking, like, could they just not sell them because they're shitty? Right. What's going on? And she was like, oh, yeah, no, it's a good view, blah, blah, blah. So we say, sure. And I'm starting to get excited, like, we're front <laughs> row. We get to the theater, and we're going down the stairs and down the stairs. We're in the front row center. Yeah. $185 tickets mm-hmm. that we scored for, like, 70 bucks each. Yeah. Which was awesome. Worked, I like to think it's because we were so cute. Worked out beautifully. And we, we, we did some fun uh, comedy improv with the gal at the box office. Do you remember that? I do kind of. <laughs> what was it? It was because, uh, you know, because I, I think she was just, oh, yeah. just kind of making conversation while we went through the order, our, you know, our transaction. And she asked if we were celebrating anything. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and I said, yeah, well, actually, it's uh, it's Chanel's birthday. And then yeah. she was very sweet. She's like, oh, happy birthday. And then I <laughs> and then I think I said, surprise. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, that's when we got the upgrade. And, yeah. and so like so I, I pretended that uh, I surprised Chanel with the... Right. And <laughs> it was all planned out. Yeah. And then the girl at the box office, she was right on board. And she was like, did I do a good job? I was like, oh, yeah. She had no <laughs> right. idea. I think we had yeah. her full. And then I was like in the part where you pretended like you didn't remember me coming up beautiful <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was brilliant and then and then there was a moment where she was asking how to pronounce my name you knew how to pronounce my name but but, but Chanel so you know you yeah. were great so we had a yeah, it was, she it was, was fun she yeah. was super sweet she was so we had a little bit of a so yeah we got these really amazing front row center seats it was a great night that show was fantastic outstanding show so good because we didn't know what to expect you know because I mean because all the if, if you're not familiar all the Cirque du Soleil shows they all have a theme yeah. And this one, I mean, it had a theme, but it didn't, it was sort of a very abstract theme that I don't know if we could really pin it down. Yeah, it wasn't as theme heavy as most of them, but but it was great. It was, um, it was just really good. I, think, I, I guess it had know. a theme in terms of like colors and sound and visuals. Yeah. There, there was definitely a binding theme there, but like the Beatles love, it's Beatles is clearly the theme. And, right. Uh, Zoomanity, there's sort of a, you know, an adult, an adult theme, theme yeah. you know. Uh, so Zarkana, I mean, there's a theme, and if you watch it, it's not it's not just a bunch of random acrobatics and yeah, like it all works together. But it was great, and you know, just amazing, yeah. you know, acrobatic stuff. Uh, that the clowns were hilarious and awesome, and just yeah. just a great show, just a really great show. It and was it, really, and fun. it worked out beautifully, right? Because we went from you know, because it really from feeling kind of like oh, it was kind of disappointing because it was like, well, yeah, we'll watch something, but oh well, I guess yeah, I guess we'll settle on this show. And it turned out to be a wonderful experience. It was a great show. I don't know that the Michael Jackson one would have been better. Yeah, yeah, who, who knows? It was really. Um, we certainly wouldn't wouldn't have been front row center. We wouldn't for have it. been front row center, and that was awesome. Yeah, and at and least, they were comfy. The front row center. It's more like a couch, really comfy. where like the people off to the sides had regular chairs. Losers. Yeah, and uh, and and at least one of the uh, funny Cirque du Soleil clowns was like, like came up to Chanel, and I think he was doing his clown thing where he was like being like cute in front of you, but <laughs> yeah. but was clearly like, like checking you out hard, but using his, <laughs> right. but using his <laughs> using his position as a, right. as a as a clown to like look, I'm being playful. Yeah, let me get a yeah. view. Yeah, he he came by a, a few times, <laughs> a couple of times. Yeah, I mean, hey, listen, I don't bl- I can't blame him. Well, thank you. I can't blame him. I, I wasn't mad at him. I, I felt like I was part of the show. No, and he was funny. He was. He was very cute. Funny guy. Yeah. He could have copped a feel. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have got. I mean, I had front row center. What yeah. am I going to say? What am I going to say? Exactly no? right. I f- yeah. It, it kind of felt like a classy place. Like it if felt like we needed to fill you up. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said feel f e e l. That's not what I heard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> feel. Because I was like, feel. wow, you you really appreciated those tickets. <laughs> So anyway, so I'm that not was, gonna correct you. That was <laughs> <laughs> So that was our that was our last <laughs> evening in Vegas. We you know, we still had the rooms. So we went back mm-hmm. to the room, uh probably hung out. Oh no, we we had a late dinner. There was a at the Paris, there's a twenty four hour restaurant called what, Candy Factory, Sweet Factory, something like oh, that. Oh Sugar Factory. Sugar Factory, yeah. It's kinda like a bullshit factory. <laughs> it was like really overpriced, like not yeah. that good food. Like we would have been better off like driving down to Denny's, but I think we were too tired to get in the car and drive. Yeah, I think we just wanted to go back to the room or but, eat um, and go back to the room, yeah. It was like really what did I even have? I feel like they didn't have anything I could uh, eat. You got a piece like, of salmon, I think. Oh, that's right. And there was nothing with it. It was a fucking piece of salmon on top of two strips of asparagus. <laughs> And that was it. Yeah. For like thirty dollars. Yeah. So so that was you know, I mean the food was I mean it was fine, but again, yeah, it yours was, looked better. Yeah, my I got some I think I got a pizza and it was fine. There was nothing wrong with it, but you know, uh, for it, it, on the one hand, you know, for the for the price that they were charging, it was it was sort of overpriced. On the other hand, again, if you're going to Vegas, yeah. anything you're doing on the strip, that's just, that's that's one of those pills you have to swallow, which is, it, it's kind of like going to the airport. Everything is just going to cost more at the airport because you <laughs> right. know because when you're flying, when once you're checked in and you're in there, where are you going to go? You can't go out. You can't bargain shop. So you know, yeah. So they can charge twenty dollars for a slice of pizza at the airport because <laughs> where the fuck else are you going to go? Next right. door, they're going to charge the same thing. Yeah. So anyway, staying on the strip in Vegas, it's kind of that sort of thing. You just sort of accept that yeah. unless you plan on going off the strip, which isn't difficult, but you know, like when I'm in Vegas, I, I like to drive as little as possible. Like, I like to park and just sort of, you know, just walk everywhere. So, yeah. So, you know, anywho, uh, eight went back to our room and then uh, we left the next morning, checked out, went uh, went to breakfast. Uh, I think we went to the Grand Lux Cafe for breakfast. We did. And uh, I ordered French toast and they were apparently out of French toast. Yeah. So then I got a waffle. Not that you guys care. Just one little waffle. I, yeah, yeah. Like I, I think I just made. Well, it, I mean, it wasn't little, but it was just a waffle. There was <laughs> I, no egg. I think I assumed something else was going to come. It was good, but whatever. But anyway, I had much. chilaquiles. Yeah, how were they? They were lovely. They're they really were. good there. Again, again, if you're in Vegas and uh, just go to the Venetian oh. Grand Lux Cafe, <laughs> what's happening over there? I bit my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about the clown. I think at, I got uh, excited. Soleil. Maybe. <laughs> and the chilaquiles. Yeah, the combination. Yeah. Of circus clown and uh, chilaquiles. Yeah. I think I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna sneak off to the bedroom, <laughs> put out the put the privacy sign on the door. <laughs> Do you have a macaroon? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then, yeah. So that was it. Did breakfast, drove home, and the funny thing is, well, maybe it's not funny. I have no idea. <laughs> the interesting thing is, uh, the ironic thing is fill in your own uh, adjective is uh our plan was to come home uh unwind a bit and then do a podcast we were going to actually review our vegas trip uh as soon as we got back right. because we thought it so would be... that we wouldn't have digressed so many times like we did today because <laughs> it would have yeah. been way more fresh in our head and then uh, uh i think you know as you can imagine we got home we were kind of tired we hung out and then and then you know again 
our schedules don't always match up. And so today was the the first day that we sort of had time available to sit down yeah. and podcast. Yeah, that, we, we got back on Tuesday, and then I went back to work on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've been working nonstop. Martin was at work. But then on the other hand, it gave us a week to, to ruminate on our trip. Yeah, it was so nice. I miss it already. It was a really nice trip. Yeah. Even even our, even our worst trips to Las Vegas are still nice. Yeah. And our 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 trip before this one wasn't great. What was the one before this one? Uh that's the one where we saw Eddie Griffin at uh Ugh. just a really weird awkward so, passive like, aggressive confrontational. Show. Yeah. Cuz it well in well, on the one, I will defend and him. And we stayed at the Rio, which was like not the best hotel yeah. if you don't plan on driving around. Yeah, because it's off the strip and it's not. And there's nothing in there. Like at least the Paris, like yeah. if you didn't leave the Paris, you've got food, you have a show, yeah. you have kind of everything. There's like yeah. some little shops. Yeah, Like the Rio has Penn and Teller, whom we adore. Yes. But, you know, we, we've seen them a few times. So I don't think we plan on watching them on that particular trip. Yeah. So the we saw Eddie Griffin and it was like, you know, the well, first of all. The, it wasn't even a theater. Similar to when we saw Bite, it was like a corner yeah. of the hotel. And you the, can hear the music from outside. There was like a bar outside that like you could hear through the whole show. Yeah, it, like so they practically dumb. had like fold-out chairs, not even yeah. a stage, just sort of like an area with a mm-hmm. microphone. And, and you know, again, I will defend Eddie Griffin in the sense that the audience was sort of weird. Yeah, we had a weird crowd. They weren't. And so, so there was two opening acts who got, well, they didn't get any laughs. But they also weren't earning any laughs. They yeah, weren't good. They weren't very funny. They didn't earn their paycheck. But, you know, whatever. And so then Eddie Griffin came out. And, you know, he was clearly much, you know, much more experienced and, you know, a much better comedian than his opening acts. Uh, but then, yeah, you know, he was drinking champagne throughout the show. So he was progressively getting more and more drunk. And then you know, once he got drunk enough, uh, he started yelling at us. For not laughing at his opening acts. Yeah. And it wasn't like he wasn't even making a joke out of it. He yeah. was just like berating us for not laughing at for, I yeah. guess. I he guess, basically like broke character of being a comedian <laughs> yeah. to tell us what assholes we were and if, while and we're if, fucking paying. And for of course, these we're tickets. thinking like they weren't funny. They weren't funny. I mean, it's, I mean, they've got, to, I mean, you know, we showed up, we did our part, and I think their part is to. Yeah, if they don't make the audience laugh, yeah. whose fault is that? And so then, uh, and then he went on for a long time and he got drunk, and there was at least one couple from like Ireland or something who walked out. and Yeah. Uh, but anyway, but that was, <laughs> that was one of our shows that was disappointing. Oh, there but were you know what? A couple what? people who walked out. A few, but I just remembered that's the that's the weekend that we saw Rock of Ages. Oh yeah, and that show was awesome. And that we didn't plan on seeing, right? That right. was one of like I don't know, and I yeah. I think because I'd seen the movie and I kind of liked it. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah. I mean, I saw the movie we? with you, but I, I think you know I wasn't excited about it. Yeah. It was outstanding. And we got upgraded to front row there too. That's another remember? one. We, we've had good luck with we've that. We've got good luck. Yeah. And so you should go to Las or, Vegas with us. Or is it luck? Shit. Maybe. Or is it these? <laughs> I'll let you guys take a wild <laughs> guess as to what Chanel was just now pointing at. <laughs> just take a wild. I'll give you two guesses. <laughs> uh, maybe it's the singularity. Maybe Whoa. it's the computer program that we're living in that's taking care of us by putting us in the front row. Thank you, singularity. Thank you, singularity. Anyway, well, that was our trip. I think uh, I, th- I think we I think we covered our trip nicely. We did, and and we talked about water buffalo, and we talked about water buffalo and the singularity and how much I don't know about it. Yeah, uh, this is you know what this is going to be one of those episodes where 
I think you and I were entertained. And nobody else is going to I have care. no idea. I, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope uh, I hope you don't feel like we wasted yeah. the last... Uh, I hope it feels more like we're all hanging out and talking. I yeah. mean, we don't let you talk, but... <laughs> but we would. Yeah. If you were here, we and would you know give what? you a microphone. If you have something to say, send us an email. Send us an email. Tell us. Be like, you know what? I went to Vegas once. And yeah. I also got front row tickets. And these are my boobs. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> uh, anyway. We'll, we'll, send pictures. We'll go ahead and wrap it up. Well, before we wrap up, I guess we can't leave without reminding uh, the good folks out there listening to us. that if you, if you have any shopping to do, you should do your shopping on Amazon. And don't. not only should you do your shopping on Amazon... But go through the official podcast website, martinlestrapshow.com. Click on the shop page, and you're going to see an Amazon banner. Click on that banner and do your Amazon shopping. And any shopping you do, you're not going to get charged any extra. But because you went through our website and because you clicked on our banner, Amazon's going to kick back a, a few cents our way. And we take that money and we reinvest it into this program so we can make it as good of a podcast as we can possibly make it for you. So, so please, if you're doing any shopping on Amazon, whether you're buying uh, books, movies, gluten-free uh, food <laughs> products. Uh, which you cookies. Which you can buy on Amazon, right? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like everything that's hard to find. Like, if you live in a place in the world where, like, say you have a gluten allergy and you live in, I don't know, where's the middle? I don't know, like, Idaho? Sure. I'm not insulting Idaho, but, like, there's just certain places where it's less taken care of. Yeah. Go on Amazon. There's a brand called Udi's, U-D-I-S. They make everything gluten-free. And I even, like, I live in Southern California, so, like, everybody, like, people choose to be gluten-free here. I never would, but <laughs> it's cool. But, you know, so, like, I've been able to find things there that I can't find at my local store or even my local, like, healthy food store. So, yeah, do it up. There's all kinds of stuff. You can buy, like, almond flour for way cheaper than you would if you go to the supermarket, um, which you can use to bake all your gluten-free goodies if you like to make things from scratch. Yeah, so you can do all of that, and if you do it through our website, not only do you get to eat delicious gluten-free food, mm-hmm. you get to help out the podcast. And if you enjoy this podcast, which I hope you do, then, then, you, can, then you can really enjoy the fact that you've helped us out. So, so, so please do that. And I know some of you already have done some of your shopping on Amazon through the website. So, so thank you so much for that. It really does make a difference and we really do appreciate it. We do. So thank you so much for that. Uh, As far as contacting us, of course, uh, probably the easiest and fastest way is Twitter. You can find me at Martin Lestraps. Chanel's handle is at Chanel Chaco. Uh, We also have the, the contact page on our website so you can get uh, some of our other uh, social media information there's the mailing list. Don't forget about that. Sign up for the mailing list. And, the, and you know, one of the nice things that you'll find on the mailing list, if you've already signed up for it, you already know this, is uh, I don't bombard you with a bunch of uh, crazy junk mail. Just every now and again, if I feel like there's something that uh, you might want to know, whether, it, whether it's about the podcast or maybe it's just about my writing, uh, maybe I've got a, a public uh, event coming up, maybe I'm doing a speaking engagement or a reading, something like that. Uh, I'll shoot it out in a newsletter, but if you sign up for the mailing list, you, you might only get just a couple of newsletters a year. I, I really don't try. I, I, I don't like to, to to send you too much junk mail. So so sign up for the mailing list. You you get a free short story with it. I don't know if you knew that. You get uh, you get the first chapter of my upcoming vampire story. So so if you want to read that, get a get a get a sneak peek. You get that for free just for signing up. 
Which is totally worth it because it's really good. Oh, aren't you sweet? I've been working on that that trilogy like a madman. I'm, it's almost ready. I'm very excited. So I think that's about it. Any last words that you want to say, Chanel? Um, I would love to go to Las Vegas again. So if any of you out there wants to take me. Oh, wait. <laughs> no? Okay. Martin's telling me no, so. Oh, um, wow. No, thanks for listening. I hope you weren't completely... Uh, bored with our <laughs> with our ramblings <laughs> this is going to be the true test of yeah. your of your devotion to this show but i'm hoping that i'm hoping <laughs> i'm hoping i'm hoping <laughs> i'm hoping that's why you guys listen hopefully you like our random um ideas and shenanigans yeah. and them you know contact us Fucking let us know if you're like, you know what, Martin and Chanel, I'm tired of you talking about yourselves. Fuck you. <laughs> email us. We like it all. We really I mean, do. I might email you back and say fuck you too. She might say that. Right. But yeah. it'll be fun. Yeah. So if you're an internet troll, <laughs> <laughs> come and troll us. Troll my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess uh, I guess we'll wrap it up there. So until next time, you guys. My name is Martin Lestraps. This is my occasional co-host, Chanel Chaco. And uh, until we meet again, I will see you on the other side. Peace out, bitches.